Hello and welcome back to the Hort Report. I'm Matt McClellan with the GIE Media Horticulture Group. I'm here today with Dr. Aaron Palmatier, the Senior Technical Service Representative for Ornamentals at Bear. Welcome to the podcast, Aaron. Hey, Matt. Thanks. Great to be here. I'm glad that you were able to make it. So uh, we're talking a little bit today about cost savings and uh, in nursery production. So uh, growers are, are always looking to save money in their day-to-day production, but they may not think of weed control or disease control as target areas. But uh, it turns out these are areas that do hold potential cost savings uh, when it comes to plant protection. So, Aaron, can you tell me how plant protection can improve cost savings in nurseries? Definitely, Matt. Um, you know, one of the one of the things about ornamental uh, or you know nursery production uh, in general is the ultimate goal is to produce a, a, a high quality plant. And in ornamentals, we're all about aesthetics and quality. And so, anytime you have a large number of plants, and you know some of these nurseries, there there could be you know hundreds of thousands, even a million plants in in, in a location, and some of them may be the same species. Uh, they're more or less just uh, sitting out there as as potential uh, food source for both you know uh, bugs and and disease. And so, you know the the approach of of you know the preventative approach, I should say. Of, of trying to, you know, start clean and keep plants clean uh, throughout production is, is really important. So, you know, pet, uh, plant protection in, in the ornamental or the nursery situation is is uh, got to be one of the top priorities. And, of course, choosing the right products at the right time uh, can, can definitely result in uh, significant cost savings. Excellent, excellent. So um, what are some, some ways that uh, nurseries can, um, can look at those, uh, those products and sort of determine um, what would be right for them? Yeah, so the, you know, for the first thing that, that comes to mind um, with, with my background, and you know, I was with the University of Florida in the Department of Plant Pathology for over uh, close to about 14 years, and uh, one of the, one of my roles in that position was working in in plant disease diagnostics and and interacting with growers that come to the diagnostic clinic and, and seeing some of the frustration of uh, being caught in situations where they've had uh, you know extensive disease problems or they had a disease blow up or or an insect infestation uh, they you you know, they. You, you'd hear accounts of, well, you know, we tried this, we tried that, and it was kind of like a, a, a shooting from the hip, so to speak, approach, where they, they really didn't know what they were up against. So, so one of the most important things is to, uh, is, is to, to get a plant sample um, identified, uh, you know, get, get the problem identified, whether it's, a, whether it's identifying an insect and learning more about the life cycles of the particular insect, or if it's came a disease diagnosed, um, you it, once you know what you're dealing with, you can then make an informed decision, and it's going to save time and frustration uh, from you know spraying spraying products that, that that may not target the the problem at hand. Okay, 
So um, as far as uh, as as those uh, diagnostic programs go, um, where are what are what's the first step that a, a grower could take if they were looking for some place that that can do uh, diagnostics of uh, something that they might find in their nursery? Sure, sure. So you know the the first step is is uh, to contact the cooperative extension, and you know every every state there's a there's a, a land grant institution. So I'll just use Florida for example. There's the University of Florida, and then the University of Florida has several diagnostic labs uh, located at satellite campuses throughout the state. But then other universities, you know, they may just have one state lab. Uh, but for the most part, you know, your, your extension or, you know, the university is, is probably the first step. Uh, if, if that's not the case, there are private labs um, where you can send samples off. And, and I'm sure the extension service in a particular area can give you information on where to find a lab uh, to submit samples. Right. Okay. Okay. So, um, what are some, some factors that uh, growers should consider when selecting a plant protection product? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. You know, I know from, from interacting with growers over the years, um, you know, cost, of course, is, is a big issue. And, and the fact that the, that the focus uh, of the recent uh, virtual webinar that nursery management put on was cost savings, um, and my background of, of working with chemicals, and, and now I work for a manufacturer such as Bayer, um, I do recognize that, that cost is a, a significant issue. But one thing I, I do want to point out is that the, the cost, the sticker price of a product doesn't always tell the story. Um, it, it's really important for one, if, if, you, if you're getting a proper diagnosis and you know what you're up against, you know, you want to identify a product that is going to be labeled uh, for that specific pathogen or insect or weed and then, you know, move forward according to that product's label. And, and one of the things you want to do, of course, is you want to account for, you know, you know how should the product be applied, the, the rate. So, for example, on some labels, uh, you may have to go with, with a higher or a lower rate, depending on the particular uh, issue. But then also the intervals, the application intervals are really important. Um, some products offer longer residual. For example, some of the systemic products are, are definitely going to last longer than, than your contact products that are susceptible to some of the environmental variables uh, to wash off in, in rainstorms and whatnot. Looking more into that, the residual activity, uh, one product that comes to mind since I've joined Bear uh, happens to be uh, Marengo. And, and Marengo is a, a pre-emergence herbicide. I, I know that, that one of the biggest uh, cost factors or expenses for nurseries uh, happens to be weed management, and I, you know, I recently uh, saw some reports on uh, NC State on uh, Dr. Joe Neal's website. He's the weed scientist at NC State, and uh, he indicates that that weed control can can cost uh, as much as four thousand dollars per an acre, and so that's a significant expense. Um, and I, I'm sure a large part of that has to do with with hand labor. So going back to Marengo, um, one one thing about Marengo is its, it's reputation is that it's the longest lasting uh, 
pre-emergent herbicide available on the market. And so when somebody that wants to use Marengo, they look at the sticker price and they say, wow, this is a really expensive product. But I challenge them or encourage them to go in a step further and look at the cost uh, per acre per month of control. Um, what, what you'll find is that if in, you know, depending on the area, but I'll just give an example, using, using Marengo at a higher rate, you can get uh, eight months of control, of weed control, um, and looking at some of the other products, you may only get three or four months of control. And so having said that, okay, so you put out Marengo and you get eight months of control, but, but, but actually what that eight months of control is providing uh, is that it's saving you from having to go back in in the expense of doing a reapplication. So that would be everything from post-emergence weed and site preparation cleanup uh, to application prepping, you know, handling of the product, mixing the product, and then, of course, the time and effort it takes for your employees to be doing the, the application. And then subsequent to the application, you've got, you've got cleanup of equipment, disposal of product, and, and what have you. So, so looking at a, a product like Marengo that offers that, that really long uh, residual control, um, even though the, the, the price tag may seem hefty, <laughs> uh, the value of getting that longer control um, could pay off. Um, and so, again, I encourage you to look at the, the product cost uh, per month of control per acre. Okay, okay. So um, is there anywhere uh, that a grower can find that information easily if they want to make those comparisons for themselves? Yeah, sure. I mean, one, one thing, is, again, I'm a, a big fan of, of contacting cooperative extension and universities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some universities, I know in Florida we've got uh, ag economists that will actually look at uh, cost and use of, of products, and, and sometimes those are breaking down by what kind of product it is in terms of pesticides and insecticides, fungicide, herbicide. Uh, but also, um, Bayer has recognized the, the cost in use and the significant savings that can occur with, uh, with saving on labor, especially with a product like Marengo. And so there's a, a cost in use uh, sheet that's available um, on the website. Uh, the website's very easy to find. It's www.environmentalscience.bayer.us. Um, other than the website, you can contact one of your uh, local um, bear sales reps uh, for ornamentals. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, Aaron, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to chat with us today. Hey, thank you. Good to be here again, Matt. Thanks. Of course. And uh, listen to more podcasts uh, from the Hort Report on our website. <laughs>